0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. New Year's is a coming. Yes, indeedy. And, oh, and hey, guys. Good to see you again. It's been a while since our last podcast. Whenever there's a break before I see you guys again, it really troubles me. Oh, man. God, the time between when we recorded our last one and now was really hard for me. How were your Christmases? Excellent. Good. Mine was spectacular. I received several things that I'm most excited about and gave several other things that people were most excited about. I got a football. Yeah. And I got an insert gift here. Oh my gosh, you did? I did. But those Holy are so crap. expensive. I know. How did, did you, you get, get it on credit? People that? must love me. That can't be it. Right?
1: It's a sports comedy podcast. <laughs> Ostensibly.
0: Sports comedy is our brand. Yep. And I'm
1: excited because it's bowl season. Ooh. Yeah, I got all my college bowls going. we got going to talk about that today. Mm. And even better, we have Ivan... Boriskov. I'm sorry, I just read this. What think who is Bariskov. this? Ivan yeah. Boriskov? Who well, is yeah. this?
0: There's, here's the deal, right? Russia has been doping a little too much. <laughs> they got banned <laughs> from the Olympics. I'm glad you're explaining this. Yeah, they, got, they, got, they got banned they got from banned two Olympics. From two
1: Olympics and a couple, a couple, other four, like uh, couple yeah, other and, and a couple other world events,
0: number of other major international. And I know that there's a lot of Russian athletes that want to clear the air. And poor Ivan reached out to us and said, "Your premier sports comedy podcast." I want to come on and clear the air. I'm a Russian athlete who's not allowed to compete. Oh, well, well let's you know hope what? he's not Ivan the terrible guest. Yeah, maybe he's uh, <laughs> <Ivan is> great. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, I liked it. Okay. I liked it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so so about it. <laughs>
1: You know what? No, I still I can't decide. I, I'm excited because I would like to talk to a Russian athlete who's actually, yeah. you know, trained hard and is like feeling the brunt of this because you don't know if he was doping and to have a yeah. dream taken away like that from you, that's bullshit. Or, absolutely. It, it just, it's, it hurts. it's definitely yeah. it's
0: an interesting situation, but obviously the doping was so brazen by the Russians. That's true. I think the, the you know, Wada felt like they had absolutely no other recourse than to go this drastic. Sure. Well, Ivan'll let us know how he feels. Yeah. Being in the center of all this. Phil, we got a wide world of weird sports? Goddamn right we do. And news, 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 but first, Johnny Manziel, Update, Watch, Update. Johnny Manziel, Update, Watch, Update, brought to you by... Unbranded Batteries. When you buy them, they're already at half power. Unbranded Batteries. I am eager to hear what happened to Johnny Manziel in the last week since we recorded. XFL Commissioner Discusses the Criminal
1: Lack of Johnny Football in His So-Called Extreme Football League. Whoa. Fair point. So the sub-headline, the XFL's got a commissioner, you guys, and he does interviews.
0: It's Good Vin, for him. It's not Vince McMahon? No, they, no. They call it cutting promos at the XFL. Yeah, oh, that's true. Isn't the idea that it's like it's Vince McMahon, but then in the middle of the game he comes down to midfield and he starts... Talking about something, and then somebody tackles him, and it's a fumble. Someone's and
1: manager comes out exactly, in a yeah. fur coat or something. Right, yeah. and, uh, so this story comes from the XFL News Hub, which can only be described as the official site for XFL news and career opportunities. Mm. In a wide-ranging interview on Tuesday, XFL commissioner and CEO Oliver Luck told the Tampa Bay Times what happened to certain well-known players in the XFL draft. Mm. The big question is, why wasn't Johnny Manziel on an XFL team?
0: Did he go undrafted by the XFL? Was he, was, he He was probably just not asked. I he was not him. in the draft pool, yeah, actually. I probably just okay. forgot he existed. The, the answer is deceptively I was to simple. Say, even for Johnny Manziel, someone should draft him in the XFL. XFL teams did not want him.
1: Uh, quote, I would argue the players we have are better than those guys. And to be honest with you, that's how he says it. Sorry. Period. Johnny has his own history, and we have coaches from the CFL, Canadian Football League, who have seen him up close.
0: It huh. sounds like a guy doesn't quite understand the XFL.
1: <laughs> he then simultaneously took a jab at Manziel and gave his league a backhanded compliment saying, quote, I think the guys we have on our teams are the best 560 that aren't playing in the NFL. Yikes. Joel, NFL has 32 teams. Mm-hmm. Roster, 53 men. Mm-hmm. You're good at math. What does this mean?
0: Uh, fifty times thirty would be fifteen hundred, and then uh, hang on, three times two would be one thousand five hundred six. Sixteen ninety six. Oh damn it! Plus five
1: sixty. It means Johnny football is not one of the best 2,256 football players in America.
0: That's a, still, America's huge. Oh, I know. There's I mean, hundreds of millions of people still in this makes damn him, country. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, a truly astonishing football <laughs> talent. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it. it you know, we, we usually joke <laughs> well, about how well, bad that, he is at the throwing defense the defense for Johnny Manziel right. that just jumped it on both of you. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> like... I'm only the best in one thing in the world, and What's that's that? I'm the best social media strategist in the entire world. Nobody can top me on that, and I understand that. But in almost everything else, I don't clock top 10,000. What about Jordan Warona? What about Jordan Warona? I think he's better than you are. <laughs> I mean, he's a good manager. He's a better manager than uh, me, but strategist, okay, yeah. come on. I mean, Give me a break. Uh, I mean, I still think he, he You know, I've had some conversations with <sighs> him. Let <sighs> me ask you: If
1: we hired a, a, a strategist, a social media strategist for this podcast, would it would it be any better?
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, we could work it if we wanted <laughs> to put in the time. I don't think the do we want to put in, in the time? Ah, I do. All right, I'm around. Uh, okay, <laughs> I don't think Jordan realizes what putting in the time would wind up mean. Right? Oh, Russian
1: trolls.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Uh, now and Man- eight-year-old boys who are super misogynist. Yikes! Uh, that's all of the internet, right? Sure. The most that's the entire internet. Yeah. yeah. And then porn. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Manzel was technically not in the XFL draft pool, which is weird because he was getting some hype a few months ago. He was said to be on a lot of coaches' lists as part of the tier one assigning of QBs. Former CFL coach June Jones, who once coached Manzel and is now coaching in the XFL. That's a pretty
0: great name, June Jones. June Jones. He coached like in Hawaii. Jones. June Jones and January Jones should get married and be June, January Jones. I, was, yeah. I thought they were going to have like a kid, and he'd be
1: named another one. April has got yeah.
0: one more letter in the last name than the first name, which makes sense because you want it to be like a little bit more official. Oh. But at the same time, whole signature,
1: nine letters. Tell you what, I see that name at the top of a resume. I'm hiring him.
0: I wouldn't hesitate. Or her. All the time that, that he or she yep. is going to save on writing her signature. Going to come back to you, the employer, in spades. Uh, so June Jones
1: had said earlier, Johnny Manziel is probably on five lists and was on one of mine. Five lists. There's eight XFL teams. Wow. So what happened?
0: Yeah, the fact that there's three XFL teams that did not think he was worth kicking the tires on.
1: Well, here's the thing. He just said five lists. He may have just taken a straw pool at a Waffle House. That's fair. He also said he had one list with Manzel on it. How many lists did June Jones have? He's an <laughs> no. XFL coach. It's 25. possible. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the list that Johnny Manzel's on is guys that were not going to draft. Does he do a list for each position maybe? Well, I'll tell you what. He didn't use
1: the list because his team, the Houston Roughnecks, selected Phillip Walker as their Tier 1 quarterback and then drafted Connor Cook as his backup.
0: Oh, hey! Uh, I didn't realize he wasn't in the NFL anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, he's not in the NFL because no one came to his birthday party. Yep, right. I have heard that. (laughs) Um, uh, But because Manziel is white and comes from the type of household that has a family lawyer, he's not out of opportunities yet. Phew. (laughs) Privilege. (laughs) June June Jones could add another QB for depth. Also, the league will do one more supplemental draft in early January. Now, this article then notes that that it believes that it's unlikely that Manziel would be taken in that draft because that draft is more for potential college guys and cut NFL players. But Manziel is a cut NFL player.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he wishes he were a potential college guy. Yeah, if Johnny Menzel could have, he would have played college football through his mid 30s. Oh I mean, man, let's go. Let's do back to school with Johnny Manziel. How how happy a life would Johnny Menzel have had if there were no rules regarding limited eligibility?
1: Oh man, he'd still be playing. He'd basically made Matthew McConaughey at Texas A and M. There we go.
0: He'd be the first like 20 year member of a frat. <laughs> They'd be like, "Why is the old guy still hanging out?" And he's like, "Cause he's still a brother." <laughs> Wasn't there a guy that worked at Mitch's who had graduated college long before and still lived in the frat house? Oh, yeah. I think there I was. Can't remember who that we was? We worked with a guy who was like he was in his late 20s and still lived at the frat. Yes. House. Oh, I'm totally blanking on his name. Brad. Yes, Brad. Oh, yeah. Perfect. And I think I went over yeah. to the frat house at one point for some after-work party. Yeah. And and there was Brad and weird weird, weird behavior. Weird. Yeah. Too old for a frat house. Brad was a nice guy, though, just just to be clear. He was fine.
1: (laughs) Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update.
0: Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Unbranded batteries. They were invented by a guy named Brad. Unbranded batteries. (laughs) News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news.
1: College Bowl season outlook. Keys to the preview. College Bowl
0: Season Outlook. Keys to the preview. Brought to you by... But Yoshinoya Beef Bowl. Hey, it's also a kind of bowl, but we don't play football in this one.
1: Uh, <laughs> college Bowl Season is upon us. I like how undersold that, that drop was.
0: I, You know what? I like the ones that are more confident. Mm, yeah. I, I like humble. I like the 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 beef bowl. Will speak for its this this Yoshinoya must have really high quality food. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the pot stickers are good because they taste like French fries. I've I have driven by so many Yoshinoyas and I've never had so much as an inkling to stop in. It's real like Yoshinoya, and I like a good like Asian style rice bowl or I don't know where the tradition, but yeah, not it never even occurred. To me. The meat melts in your mouth and not in a good way. <laughs> Like, it disintegrates when it touches your tongue, and you're like, this isn't meat. What is this?
1: College bowl season is upon <laughs> us. It's a sports comedy podcast. There are 42 bowl games this year featuring 85 teams, because Whew. 2020 is a leap year. Mm-hmm. Undefeated teams will face off in iconic settings for the college football championship, and Eastern Michigan will play Pitt in Detroit. Hey! There are 36 different host cities, and some sort and, and some Narduzzi sort of-
0: versus... The team he'll beat, <laughs> maybe. Wait, really? Is Pittsburgh not that good? No, not is Eastern? They're playing.
1: Decent? They're playing Eastern in the Motor City Bowl. Joel, I got news for you about Pitt. <laughs> they're one game better good, than Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, there are thirty-six different host cities, and in some sort of weird payback for the Civil War, the South gets almost all the good bowls. Oof. Bowl sponsors range. Something to do with weather. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Bowl sponsors range from venerable brands like Goodyear and Allstate mm-hmm. to modern classics like TaxSlayer Slayer and San Diego County Credit Union. Yikes. In a sign the bubble will never burst, 27 bowls are sponsored by mortgage lenders. <laughs> and of course, every year as sponsorship deals end, <laughs> new champions of student athletes emerge. This year features Cheese It and Tony the Tiger. Love it. Love both. There's not a Frosted Flakes Bowl. It's the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl.
0: I think that's the right move. I mean, it seems miraculous that more cereal companies have not jumped onto this one. Yeah, no, I am sorry, it. more cereal brands. There's yeah. like two cereal companies, but I mean, they're bowls. It's a bowl. There's all sorts right. of jokes you about coaches who don't win bowl. in bowls. Well, we
1: do have the Cheez-It Bowl now. Mm-hmm. but I won't even get to watch the Cheez-It Bowl because I, I have to watch the Cheese Nips Bowl because I'll be home for the holidays, oh, and that was the yeah. one on sale.
0: That's a tough oh, are one, those yeah. Like cheese curds or something I don't want to eat? No, Cheese Nips are just the broke version of Cheez-Its. Oh, that's no so good. So terrible. Yeah. I never got the good ones. <laughs> yeah, I did, but you know.
1: So I'm a bowl I'm enthusiast, a though, and I do celebrate all the bowls. I yeah. actually do love all the bowls, from the meaningless ones to the big-name ones, and so well, let's go through and just give a little preview of each bowl.
0: Okay. All right, sounds good.
1: Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl Yeesh. played in Fort Worth, Texas. This game pits 7 and 5 Southern Miss against 6 and 6 Tulane. Thank you for your service. I hope you like crap. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> the Celebration Bowl. The, the Celebration Bowl is interesting. It's the only FCS bowl game and it showcases two historically black colleges. How oh, nice. Alcorn State versus North Carolina A&T. It's played in Atlanta. And a little, basically, to describe this bowl, you know how at your regional powerhouse high school football games, some people ironically wore t-shirts that said, I'm just here for the marching band? Right. Okay. Well, at the Celebration Bowl, people wear those shirts unironically. Two of the best marching bands in America will be performing at
0: halftime. Really? Yeah. Interesting. We had an old saying, without the band, it's just a football game. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Save it for Prairie Home Companion. (laughs) Jeez. The band parents thought that was hilarious. Sure. Uh, the
1: Serve Pro First Responders Bowl, uh, Western Kentucky seven and five against Western Michigan eight and four. The game will be played in Dallas, Texas, where ironically first responders have been largely privatized. Ooh, <laughs> go Broncos! It's
0: Dallas. Right. I'm sorry. Do first responders have some sort of organization pumping large amounts of money into? No, that's
1: just the, so. There's like there's just the name of the bowl. Serve Pro is the sponsor.
0: So, who's is that? It's like, like a, a recycling tennis? company. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's no, it has nothing. Yeah.
1: It's not, it's nothing what you think it'd be. And then. Oh, so
0: they were just like, we like first responders. So, yeah. We're going to name the bullet. See, I can get behind smart yeah. branding. Yeah. That's, I've always said, I don't understand why more companies don't say we're going to pay for the branding so that we can name your, your stadium after a popular player or coach.
1: Right. Oh, like if you had like the, uh,
0: I'm trying to think of something here. If, the if, the Comerica
1: Ernie Harwell Stadium.
0: Yeah, or I mean, drop the Comerica. If you were just like, it's going to be Harwell Field from here on out, and we Comerica are the ones that did that, I feel like that buys right. them yeah, they more need, brand. But they need recognition. more recognition. Then I feel need, like they're going to be plastered oh, all over okay. the stadium. Okay. If you're like, it's the Philip Morris adopt a puppy bowl, then people will be like, oh, adopt a puppy. Then you can just slide Smoke Philip Morris if in you there. got him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Tony the Tiger Sun
1: Bowl, El Paso, Texas. Nice. This one pits Florida State against Arizona State. And with these colleges, <laughs> this is basically an argument between your second dumbest friend and your dumbest friend. And it's just a matter of time before someone brings up Hitler.
0: Right? Oof. The two states that I just like the least in the entire well, United States. Also
1: two pretty bad colleges.
0: Yeah. It's grueling to watch. <laughs>
1: The Capital One Orange Bowl played at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. Nice. This game has the 4th best team in the SEC. So they have like
0: a whole separate city for their gardens? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh this must game be pretty there. I thought that that was Bush Gardens. It's actually a rough part of town. No, that's Jeb Bush's private oh, there garden. There you go. Yeah. Please clap. <laughs> this
1: game has the 4th best team in the SEC, the Florida Gators, ranked 6th in the AP poll. And they're taking on the second-best team in the ACC, the Virginia Cavaliers, who are in the also receiving vote section of the AP poll.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I think the Gators are going to win. Yeah,
1: they're probably going to win I'm also going to
0: go out on a limb and say that any any game between an SEC team and an ACC team that's not Clemson, right. I'm going to favor the SEC team sight unseen.
1: I think that's fair. The Valero Alamo Bowl... Number 11, Utah, 11-2, and two versus Texas, 7-5. and five. This one will feature oh the Utah Utes against the Texas Longhorns. Illuminati confirmed. The Alamo Bowl is just a cover so that a nonprofit organization can continually attempt to wine and dine the NFL or MLB and to bring a team to San Antonio. But until the new world order comes, they'll always have the Spurs and this not-quite-second, but also-not-quite-third tier bowl game. <laughs> I
0: mean, San Antonio... Should have another team. They should. Over a million people in San Antonio. It's an enormous city. It's a beautiful
1: city. It's a beautiful city. Oh, yeah, and
0: the Riverwalk is... My friend Mike Nelson started to hate San Antonio, but that is only because... I don't know if you remember, there was that period where the Spartans went to the Alamo Bowl like three times in a row. Mm -hmm. And then also the final four was in San Antonio. So through the Michigan State Marching Band, Mike Nelson made like 12 trips to San Antonio in five years. Wow. And now he's... Sick of
1: it. Well, I'll say this: the Riverwalk. People always think of the downtown, but the Riverwalk continues for miles, and it's basically oh, yeah. mostly nature. Well, and like passes uh, the museums and some of the missions.
0: Wow! Yeah. I
1: can't wait until I'm seventy years
0: old and appreciate
1: things like that. Bonus: if Texas wins, they'll have a hype train all off-season that will make about as much sense as Michigan's. <laughs> Speaking of which, the VRBO Citrus Bowl: number fourteen Michigan nine and three versus number thirteen Alabama ten and two can actually just use the Ohio State-Michigan State game preview for the last five years for this one. <laughs> In this bowl game, Jim Harbaugh will get beat by a superior coach. <laughs> Fun fact, Alabama's 38 draft-eligible players will be sitting out this game and having a likely more competitive scrimmage for charity at an area high school.
0: Right? Oh, that's nice. And here's the thing. Minus their draft-eligible players, I still like Alabama. Oh, they're five stars. Yeah.
1: yeah. Their backups are five stars. The SoFi Hawaii Bowl. On Christmas Eve, the University of Hawaii squares off against BYU. So wait,
0: it's like especially fi. Oh,
1: it's jumped. so fi. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, the University of Hawaii squares off against BYU. This game will feature two offenses. The Goodyear <laughs> Cotton Bowl Classic. Number 10, Penn State, 10-2, and two versus number 17, Memphis, 12-1. and one. Uh, this one's not actually at the Cotton Bowl. But- Memphis is twelve and one. They must be really good. Well, yeah. Now here's the thing. You know this, Joel. The <laughs> Penn State draws Memphis here, who is the mandatory group of five representative in the New Year's Bulls.
0: Yeah, I mean they're not like South Florida good. But- and <laughs> <laughs> now here's the
1: thing. You know this. This is a classic bull game lose lose. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, you beat Memphis, or let-, let me say, yeah. if Penn State wins. You don't get much much credit. And if they lose, you got beat by Memphis. Mm-hmm. It's like either way, you have a fan base filled with delusional Joe Potruthers. <laughs> Camping World Bowl. This is between Notre Dame and Iowa State. Camping World is, uh, used to be my dad's nickname for downtown L.A. Oh, sad. Yeah. Homeless problem. Yeah, no. Now Camping World is my dad's nickname for L.A. Oh, man. <laughs>
0: Because prices are too high everywhere. Right. It's the really completely high. insane. Yeah. It's bad. We're laughing right now, but this is a horror in <laughs> which we're we all living cry. and yeah. we can't handle it. It's
1: a problem. Yeah. The Outback Bowl. Number 18, Minnesota, 10 and 2 versus number 12, Auburn, 9 and 3. Phil, this one's for you. Because I love the blooming onion. They haven't released the details yet, but you know how this bowl works. Yeah. If one team wins, mm-hmm. everyone in America gets a free coconut shrimp. If oh, the no. other team wins, everyone in America wins a Bloomin' Onion. Whoa. They haven't divvied them up yet, but they usually make an announcement. And you'll know. And whatever team wins, it's the next day you can go in and get that free appetizer. I'm cheering I'm for the
0: Bloomin' Onion because I'm allergic to coconut.
1: I was going to say, this is, see, this is an argument in every household that watches this game. Because in one corner, you have maybe the best appetizer from a national chain restaurant. Yes, mm-hmm. by far. The Bloomin' Onion. Yeah. In the other corner you have a better value in terms of getting something for free. The coconut shrimp is $2.50 more than the Bloomin' Onion.
0: But it's Wait, so this is not a single shrimp? No, no, sorry. It's an order of coconut shrimp. No, it's the coconut shrimp appetizer. Because I was gonna say.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. But it is a single Bloomin' Onion, which is quite large.
0: And it tastes so much better. Yeah, it's like it's like 6, all right allergic to calories. shrimp guy well i like lo- no i'm not allergic to shrimp i'm allergic to coconut i love shrimp <laughs> but still you can prepare shrimp as well as you want and it's never gonna be as good as a blooming onion because the blooming onion is a national treasure i i gotta say given the choice i would absolutely even though a part of me would be like uh it's just an onion it shouldn't cost this much well I, i'd still go with that over the shrimp See, to oh me it's the value
1: thing the argument in my house Who is cares? always we can buy a blooming onion if coconut shrimp wins and just get a Free coconut shrimp. And then the counter to that is, that's not the point, you know it. Right. right?
0: You want to eat this thing and you want to enjoy as much as possible you eating it. and You're going to get that with the blooming onion. It's the zesty dipping sauce that oh, really makes so good. God. They I mean, put it right like, in the middle. Oh, that's
1: so good. And the way the grease from the onion mixes with the zesty dipping sauce. Oh my God, yeah. And, and you like, see, you, like,
0: you can see the swirls and pools of grease. From and the you're like, sauce. that's uh, my heartburn. Oh, and, like, the shell oh. starts falling off the onion into the dipping sauce. So sometimes you dip and then get double shell. I like anything where eventually the structural integrity breaks down to the point where it's like, I'm just grabbing handfuls of onion and cramming oh, it in Oh, yeah. Face. Or handfuls of fried bread. Right. right. Yeah. Because there's you, no... There's like, like with the shrimp, you're like, I'm going to grab a shrimp by the tail and dip yeah. and eat. There's no tails on a Bloomin' no, Onion. No, you're no. You're literally just sort of like, I don't know, grab and no. rip off a larger Joel, correction. It's all tails on a Bloomin' oh. Onion. Oh! College Bowl season outlook. Keys to the preview. College bowl season outlook. Keys to the preview brought to you by Yoshinoya Beef Bowl. If you want, to, we don't sponsor any bowl games. We don't. We're not that level yet. Join us on the podcast. We're very excited to have uh, Russian athlete Ivan uh, Bariskov. Yeah, here to, yeah. I, it is Ivan Bariskov, and I believe you were a fencer, correct? Yes, I was fencer. For Russia, uh, I have to say was because as you may have read about in your newspapers, there uh, was a incident where they said we are doping too much and now we can no longer compete.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, got a little bit of a
0: ban there. A little bit of, just a tad of a ban. Yeah, any amount of doping is too much. Is too much (laughs) doping, but you know, I'm and and you weren't doping like a little, and that's too much. You guys, though, were even if there was like a, a an amount of doping that was considered acceptable. You guys would have exceeded it. By. It's tricky. It's cultural. Uh, when you not tricky no, no, or when cultural. You, when you start fencing I mean, at no, three, four years old, you start fencing, and they just say, hey, we're going to go get a fun shot. And yeah. you just say, okay, it's fun shot time. And then you kind of grow up with it. And then other countries say, we do not get fun shot. And you're like, what? <laughs> So I is that is that how you developed as a fencer? That's how I developed as. I'm also very good at fencing. I think without all the doping, yeah, I would I'm have sorry. done probably. How does with. how does the doping help you fence? I guess I'm a little confused in how. Uh, it seems like I it's more know, like, like it's, a I mean, precision skill. This thing. looks like a very
1: well put together man sitting oh, yeah. in front of us here. And
0: in fairness, in in Russia, it doesn't matter what you do. You think you I get think your that's fun kind shots. Of my my, my st- point. You can be a stay at home mother and you get your fun shots. He's he's exceedingly muscular, and it just doesn't seem like that's par for the course
1: for a fencer? I don't know much about fencing, but I assume it's good to have stabbing muscles.
0: Oh, right. I've seen pictures of fencers. None of them are like this. They
1: are normally very slight builds.
0: You're when, right. when most are when at least have necks. When, this this I, when I parry, I do it so hard it knocks Epe out of their hands. That's good, it's right? Bad. I don't I don't know much about very fencing. Very good, yes, because then they are weaponless and they go, no, don't stab me with your point. Then I go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when I get them. But it's okay. Epe, epe, saber's the one where you can score with a slash. Saber is your slash, foil you slash a little bit, not too much. And then epe, you kind of stand stoically and point and stick them with the tip. And the difference between foil and épée is part of like where you can score. Yes, where you can score. We're right. getting really into the weeds here. <laughs> I would think that you would want to talk more about my ban. Yeah, yeah detailed information that, no, about okay. fencing is what our it's viewers okay. are waiting I can, for. I can do either, either or. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's your time and your <laughs> podcast. What,
1: I guess. What are you doing yeah. now? Are you thinking like, well, look, no Olympics, you know. No, no Olympics in 2020, no, no Olympics, Olympics in 2024, maybe 2028 you're coming back.
0: 2022 would be the other one. Oh, by oh, then. Okay, two Olympics because oh, it's winter, one summer, summer and one yes, winter. One. So you'll be back in 2024,
1: so you're just thinking, ah, five years, I bide my time. No, I, by that time, I, I will the be, fun I will shots, be I keep...
0: far too old. Really? Far too old to compete, but that's okay. How you old know? are you now? All uh, right, I might not look it, but I'm 48 years old. Oh my goodness, sorry, you do not look what? these shots. No, don't these shots keep me looking. You look very like young,
1: 25,
0: I'd say. Well, thank you for saying. I also do Botox shots. Oh. We are very shots related <laughs> culture. It's very shots related, but it's okay because luckily my government provides other things for me to do. No, oh, I'm no longer an athlete. That's oh. good. That's really nice. They have like yeah. a training program or they, something else you can uh, kind of go they, into. There's a saying in Russia. I'll try to uh, translate it into English. But it's uh, when you are born Russian, you are a machine that gets used for whatever the government wants to use you for. <laughs> so fall in line, buckaroo. <laughs> It's not the quote? As I think a that's how it translates. In Russian history, I have to say that explains a lot. Yeah, it's how know, it translates.
1: A lot. You know, I, I was I was
0: impressed the word by the buckaroo. buckaroo yeah. Yeah. yeah, that might that might that's a loose bucko or It or, might be or of It might be or buddy. Be. Yeah, it's uh the word in Russian is not the Right, it's, it's something, something like different. Guy you know, or buddy. A che- little Chechen dog. A little bit different, but you know I I grew up watching a lot of Howdy Doody and that's how I learned English. So yeah it's a pro. It's a loose translation for like a hey, pawn. Uh, yeah. Right. So what? What the? You, what are you going to be up to if you're not going to be? Competing no, it's Olympics? it's real a grant. So uh, <laughs> where where I am now positioned is uh. So what I get to do every morning is I wake up and I get to read newspapers. Okay. Oh, stacks, that's great. I love that. Stacks and stacks of newspapers. To put on my little reading glasses. Make myself. Uh, a cup of warm salt, and I read the newspaper. Warm, warm salt? That's, I wake up with a cup of warm salt, you know, and then I read the newspaper. <laughs> and uh, then I uh, take articles and I circle them uh, when they say something negative about Putin or our government. Right. Okay. And then I get to go over to that journalist's house with my sword and cut their heads off. <laughs> what? Yeah. I go there. See, I don't use my epe. But I Way do use flow. my sword skills. And no, I because the epée would be the wrong sword no, to No, yes, kind of hand because off then with. you would point That's them. That's a stabbing weapon. They would get little black and blue marks, but that would not get the point across. To try and stab it up. What I do is I bring a no, I bring a broadsword, and then oh. I ch- I chop their heads off, and I say, "Thank that, Buckaroo." I'm sorry. Are you saying heads or hands? <laughs> their heads off. I got their heads off so that they could no longer think because it's no oh, longer attached to their body. I thought it was hands, like no. um, like penalty for writing. You know, no, you wrote yes. something bad, you lose your if hand. They, if a, a, a dissident journalist still has their uh, face, then they could go down to the corner square and still yell their lies and propaganda about <laughs> our government. Whereas if you take off their head... There's no option for them to be dissidents anymore. Their heads yeah. are gone. I understand that's Putin's approach to a lot. Of oh cars. yeah. Oh the yeah. The corner square is not a phrase I've heard a lot. No, it's generally like at the corner. Sometimes there's places where people meet. <laughs> yeah. you no, know, okay. I like, in America. It's not quite parks. It's more like a, a like a plaza, area. a piazza, a, a piazza where yeah, yes, and people go. This is the best we have for meeting places. <laughs> so they go there. They talk to each other. So, uh, so I want to, but I, they won't be doing that okay. much. So I, their heads you're, you're are cut so, so other than decapitating dissident journalists,
1: yeah, I feel like we're blowing past that a little bit. I, I yeah, okay. it sounds we like we can dwell on it if it you is prefer. Russia, though, right? Like, but this is this is straight up murder. It feels like
0: no, it's right, but it's uh, Russia. Russia. let, let me okay. put it this way: when you uh, have a police officer and they're chasing a child rapist. Right. You, they're going to stop them by any means necessary. Yes. Yes. As they should. And you know what? It might include killing them, right? Uh, I mean, I yeah, guess if he's if, endangering if, if the life say, of the cop. If it's the only way yeah. to prevent the child molester from getting away and you're worried that they're going to reoffend, I guess ultimately... You might be police officer. Or you pull it. out your weapon. And you'll say, stick him up, buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> <And> if they <laughs> keep kept running... You got to shoot. You got to shoot. You're right? right. No, you're right. When you're like, right, you're right. Likewise, if I just go to him and have I have say, a similar policy here hey, stop being a distance, stop writing things, they're going to say, okay, but what are they going to do tomorrow?
1: <laughs> they're going to keep writing. Yeah, have you ever so. done that and then just woke up the next morning and seen their byline again? I don't have to. I know that it's true because <laughs> oh, okay. my great
0: leader tells me it's okay. true. Okay. So, okay. You know what? It's, uh, it's kind of like they're, they're running away. Uh, evil person you gotta chop their heads off right at the source so okay so other than the extra judicial decapitation of dissident journalists yeah those are just my mornings yeah
1: what what are you up to these days
0: oh still plenty of more time in the day yeah because you're not going to the olympics you know the next one is very exciting because for my next job i get free wi-fi Oh, great. Oh, yeah. that is
1: awesome. It's very nice. Oh, my nice. gosh. And
0: all I have to do is, in, in exchange for that, is go on social media sites eight, nine, ten hours Ooh. and just muckrick. <laughs> rake? I rake. I don't think you're using the term muckrake I do. The way I, I rake. I go on there, and when people are having nice conversations, I just go, Hey, Buckaroo, you sure are a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I think. That would I be say, like trolling. Yeah, I, trolling, yes. yes. That's oh, what they say. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Muckraking would be like you go on and root out corruption in the government and then uh oh, help yeah. stop it. Or well, yeah, or given what you just even. said about what you do no, as dissident muck- journalists. No, muckraking is the wrong word then. Yes it I is. I mean <laughs> that I go on there and if people are like, Oh, Bernie Sanders, he's great, I'm yeah, like, Bernie yeah. Sanders cut someone's head off. For being a <laughs> journalist who said bad things. Oh, and then you could post a picture of what you did the morning. I post the picture. Uh, except I super Bernie Sanders face. Bernie did. Sanders face, yeah. And then people go, Oh, Bernie Sanders, he cuts off people's heads. And then everybody is in a state of confusion. I don't know exactly what it accomplishes, but I do know that it's asked of me. And, and I will so say you, Bernie yeah. Sanders does cut off people's heads in the sense that he removes their intellectual capabilities with bad policy proposals. I don't know. I don't follow American politics. <laughs> what I do know is when people are like, oh, Donald Trump is bad. I'm like, I think he's pretty good. And then it's just, it's I just walk away. <laughs> just walk away. And then I check back on comment thread later. 10,000 comments. People being like, oh, you're a jerk. No, you're a jerk. I'm not going to vote this election. Neither am I. Yeah, people who comment on the internet are not particularly bright. Yeah, but they're very to easy to muckrake. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'm using right. it you know, right what's, what's either. What's funny
1: is it sounds like you're mourning. You sound like almost like the American trope of the boxer who then becomes an enforcer for the mob. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that sounds like your morning. Except the mob but is a legitimate government. Well,
0: no. not, not really. Hey, watch out. I've got my broadsword with me. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. All right. Just making interesting sure. Interesting quirks in translation we're yeah. going through right now. but Yeah, that could be. But hey, and then uh, luckily after all that is done and I get my government salary, then I know that it's nighttime. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know that it's nighttime when you get paid. I know paid. that it's nighttime cuz I got paid and it gets dark out and I'm starting to get just a little bit sleepy. And I think, "Hey, Buckaroo, you had yourself a good day. Cutting but, off heads and Yeah, you you did a very good job." So then what I do is I curl up into bed, get to myself a nice hot glass of salt water. <laughs> I'm sorry curl <laughs> into the little bed, So you take, it, the you take it with water in the evening Oh yeah, yeah. Just a little bit of water and A little bit of salt and I curl up into bed That's a lot of salt, can you afford that? that? And... and then I hook myself up into the machine With human growth hormones And I slowly fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> That's the a, little That beeping, is a full day Beeping and pumping and pumping and bleeping All night as all the human growth hormones Get into my body and you... I wake up the next day feeling great and angry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is a hell of
1: a day. That's I gotta day. say, yeah, I gotta hard say. Hard. So you see, that.
0: they take good care of their athletes, uh, even when they should be disposed of because they're no longer useful. But I suppose I am. Well, I, I, I <laughs> well, I really I hope think you are, Ivan. I yeah, I really hope you're not disposed of. I think you're useful. Oh, I don't think I will be, because I know how to mind my peas and kills, buckaroo. <laughs> well,
1: thank you very much, Ivan. appreciate yeah. having you but on today. Be the good be here. to uh,
0: yeah. you, you should leave your broadsword behind. Oh, I can't take it with me? No. I'd like to see you try to take it away from me. You make a good point. All right, farewell. And now it's time for another Wide World of... Weird sports. I sports. That's World Sports. Wide World of Weird Sports. Uh, what do we? This, have this week's week? World of Weird Sports: Hawaii Bowl. Ooh. Yeah. Hawaii's a nice place. I went there once. Yeah. It's an island jewel. Uh what? the Hawaii Bowl is a college football bowl game, and that brings it into to another. Oh, <laughs> wait there a minute. There has to details. be more to that. There's a- it's been played annually at the Aloha Stadium in Honolulu, Hawaii since 2002. The Bowl is one of the postseason contests run by ESPN Events. The game has been sponsored by the personal finance company SoFi. It's the SoFi Hawaii Bowl. And this took and again, over for the Aloha Bowl, which mm-hmm. I believe is an especially fi bowl. So yeah, SoFi. It's typically played on or near Christmas Eve. So it's very apropos. Oh. I
1: really like, and I, I'll be honest, I like that because then when you're at a family Christmas Eve party and you're like, whoa, that's enough family. I wish I could just see an offense that just wants to fucking air it out right now, right?
0: <laughs> oh, the Hawaii Bowl's on. There we go. Let's all ignore each other and watch this. Christmas Eve's like a, we got like a jam-packed family day. Like Christmas Eve is almost the bigger holiday for us. We always go and we'll give cookies and a donation to the homeless shelter in Lansing, and then we stop by the Potter Park Zoo and go see all the animals, which is kind of funny because it's December in Michigan and yeah. some of them are, are not dead. Right? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're all from, they're like the end of the shining. They're all. <laughs> Though actually, three years ago we were like looking at the bald eagle enclosure that has like a net over it. And literally an actual live wild bald eagle flew over while we were looking at the captive bald Just making eagles. fun of the captive bald eagle. Like, yeah. ah, enjoy Christmas Eve, loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then we, we go home, we have some food, and then usually we'd watch uh, a Christmas story and then It's a Wonderful Life. That's our Christmas And, and then maybe around, uh, oh I don't know, 8.30. Trust me, my mom is not a fan of football. There's no football on Christmas Eve. Even if I was just like, oh, I'm just going to watch like two minutes here, Mom. No big deal. Non-starter. Well, I'm curious to know more about the Hawaii Bowl. <laughs> oh, I thought the wide World of sports was Joel's, Joel's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. What <laughs> uh, makes you say that? <laughs> game history. In the first year, the Hawaii Bowl was sponsored by Conagra Foods. Oh, yeah. Conagra. Conagra. Why do they sponsor a game? Nobody buys anything directly from ConAgra. Right. I don't understand. It's not like you're going to be like, I'm going to go buy some ConAgra and cheese. Yeah. Sales yeah. reps
1: do B2B stuff, and they watch bowl
0: games. Fair. Fair enough, but I just feel like it's an inefficient way of reaching your very specific audience by sponsoring a fucking bowl game. Well, case. sure, you feel that way. You're watching It's a Wonderful Life and going to the <laughs> zoo. Right. They should put more Fair money point. to LinkedIn Fair advertising. Point, I, yeah. I retract my statement. You're right. I'm sorry. The following year, Sheridan Hotels and Resorts, Hawaii assumed sponsorship, which is a good one for That Hawaii. makes more sense. Yeah. That makes much more sense than I Can hear I tourism's big in Hawaii. But not We're as big. I mean... Conagra agriculture there must be they must be growing a lot of wheat, sugarcane, and macadamia. <laughs> nuts. No, there's, there's no more sugar pineapple. cane. Sugar cane oh, yeah, and pineapple true. were basically the, the yeah. big ones. But yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't grow as much sugar cane anymore. No, you just know that all the fields, plantations are went bankrupt. Yeah. There. Also, they were horrifying places to work. So. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. basically, it's once uh, Hawaii uh, joined the union. <laughs> yeah, uh then everyone had to have like uh rights yeah. and then all the plantations weren't profitable. I think it's it's yeah, basically uh,
0: impossible to grow sugar while also following any minimum level labor laws. So why try? Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh so in 2005 appearance of the UCF Knights at the Hawaii Bowl was the first ever bowl game in that school's history. So that's a big deal. That was before oh. they were national champions, right? Excuse me. Yeah, they've come a long for a way, second, baby. I was like, How is that possible?
1: <laughs> really? Or are you being sarcastic? They claim a national championship because they went undefeated two years ago.
0: Oh, good for them! But they played nobody, so it's not really. They completely. beat Memphis. Ah, oh, there we go. The Grizzlies, oh, and, go get them. He's the sports outsider. Memphis is not a very good football team. No. We covered that earlier. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make but sure. But they're the only 10 I see, you know. In 2006, the Pac-10 replaced Conference USA as the WAC's opposition with CUSA as an alternate. Oh, man, that is whack. Yeah, the WAC you can call the whack, Phil. The whack. The Western Whacks Athletic Conference. And the CUSA, right? The CUSA? Is that a thing? <laughs> Should be. So it's now the whack in the pack? Right. Right.
1: I like it. Yeah. I like it. Whack in the pack.
0: That sounds that's, like a drive-time radio Zoo show. Zoo radio show. Right. Whack, whack, whack in the, the pack. pack. I think I, Phil's whack and we're, we're the, pack. the pack. Yeah, like, that makes sense. I buy it. If anyone's listening, put us on radio. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. For the love of God. Uh, since Christmas Eve fell on a Monday in 2007, the game was scheduled for the prior, prior night December 23rd, to avoid conflict with Monday Night Football, in 2008, the bowl organizers selected Notre Dame as an at-large bid, making the first time an independent played in the contest. Notre Dame played in a Hawaii bowl?
1: Uh, it must have been a year they went like 6-6 six and six or something. Well, I know they yeah, did
0: that a lot, but I still thought, I mean, Notre Dame was 6-6 six and six and it's still like, well, the Cotton Bowl because it was Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, right. Or the camping, but like one of the lesser Florida bowls, because every city city that has a major bowl has like now a JV bowl.
0: I feel like Notre Dame would have to go four and eight before they get invited to the the Hawaii bowl. (laughs) Totally fair. Uh, Between 2002 and 2018, KUSA sent a team to the bowl 12 times, registering an eight and four record. Yeah, Conference USA. KUSA. Yeah, Though I kind of like Kuza, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah, Phil like really it. discovers a lot of stuff by not having any idea. <laughs> yeah, that. not having what knowledge. You, is, you yeah. see, it's an outsider's perspective to really... Uh, the, it's about revolution, not evolution, guys. Yeah, right. the pronunciation of Scandinavian names. I mean, anyone who actually speaks those languages would never even have thought of the way that Phil pronounces Right, them. phonetically. Yeah. Uh, in 2019, <laughs> the American Athletic Conference, or the American superseded... Kusa as the primary tie in to face the Mountain West team or independent BYU. So let's just uh, whip through game results from 2002 to, two, uh, to 2012 here. What a lot of tight, low scoring, okay. defensive minded yeah. matchups, probably. The winning teams Tulane, Hawaii, Hawaii, Nevada, Hawaii, East Carolina, Notre Dame, SMU, Tulsa, Southern Miss, SMU, Oregon State, Rice, San Diego State. Hawaii, Fresno State, and then Louisiana Tech. I think Hawaii's coming back this year with another win. Against BYU. Also, thank you for the French pronunciation of Notre Dame. Of course. I <laughs> yeah. know no other way. You're a classy guy, Phil, and it was clear there. That's what people say about me. And that brings it down to another wide world of weird sports. See, I'm a classic guy because Joel told me so, and he's a classy guy. So it must be true. This is a
1: podcast town. This brings a close to another sport. sports sports, podcast. Before we go, we'd like to bring back Ivan Bariskov to give you our contact hey, information. Hello,
0: thank you for letting me stay around for a little while. Hey, no problem. That's good. I still have much time before I go to the airport yeah. for 18 c- hours of flying. I can see that you still have the sword. I still have this just in just case somebody gets out yeah. of line. I mean, the, the, the drugs they pump into me make me very aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you can find us on Facebook by going to Facebook.com slash number 3 podcast That's Facebook.com slash number 3 podcast Make sure while you're there to do some muckraking, buckaroo. Or you can find us on Twitter by going to Twitter.com slash number 3 podcast That's Twitter.com slash number 3 podcast Make sure to tell people that they're wrong no matter what they say. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> or you can find us on Anchor, uh, all of our episodes, anchor.fm slash sports the number three podcast. That's anchor.fm slash sports the number three podcast. Uh, give uh, so many things. Listen in your free time with a nice glass of salt water. Hey, guys. Thanks, I'm Sorry. Hey, Joel. I think I have the hiccups.
1: Bye, Bye Joel. Joel.
0: Ah! Okay, I'm going to find out.